So Sammy's parents decided that they were going to teach Sammy table manners. And they were sure once he knew what he needed to do, he would follow through. It was just a question of exactly how to present the matter to Sammy, to make him see its importance, why it was necessary. Finally, after thinking about it for a few hours, Sammy's father came up with an idea. The next day, after Mincha, Sammy's father invited Sammy on a walk. And they began to walk down the block, turn the corner, down another block. And Sammy was chatting about different things, what happened in school that day. And Sammy's father was listening and responding. And then, as with every conversation, there was a lull or, like many kids like to say, an awkward silence. And Sammy's father took the opportunity to open up the table manner conversation. And he began. Sammy, yes, Ta, you know, eating at a table is a very hush of a thing. It is? That's right. Eating at a table is like eating at a mezbeach. Eating at the Mizbeach? That's right. Chazal tell us that one of the ways that we today could achieve kapara, could achieve a form of forgiveness, like a carbon, is through the shulchan. Having aniyam at the table, and saying divetir at the table, and singing zmiris at the table, that could be equivalent to bringing a carbon. Wow, Todd, that's really cool, Sammy said. You know, Sammy, if eating at the table is like the Mizbeach, in the Beis HaMikdash, they had a lot of protocols. Uh, ta, well, is that like bird calls? No, no, protocols, like telephone calls? No, Pro- I don't know exactly what the word comes from, but it means rules and processes. I don't understand what you mean. For example, for example, let me give you an example. A Kayin was not allowed to get his big day kahuna dirty. Todd, that's impossible. They were white. You, you know what happens to my shirt, my white shirt on Shabbos? By the time Shabbos is over, well, what am I left with? Uh, usually it's a green shirt or a purple shirt or a red shirt or a yellow shirt. Well, whatever food I ate and, and mixed together with the mud and the... Um, I know, Sammy. But that's the point. The Kayinim had rules. They could not get their clothing dirty. And what else? Well, another thing, when they went to sleep at night, they had to fold their clothing very precisely and put them in precise places. Uh, okay. And they had to put everything in the closets. Special closets that were in the Beis HaMikdash. Uh, okay. And they could only eat certain carbonos at certain times, in certain places. Everything was very precise. Okay, and there was a protocol about how to do semicha. They did semicha. Yeah, that's right. But the animals became rabbis. <laughs> no, 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 Sammy. <laughs> it doesn't mean the animals become rabbanim. I mean, I know, I, I know, Bilam had a, had a talking donkey, and and I've heard of other animals that talked. You did. I I, I don't know. Uh, but 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 to get semicha, like to ask Shiloh, no. It means, it means, Sammy, it means 
that they lean their hands on the head of the animal. Is that what smicha means today for a person like like Ty? You have smicha, right? Yeah. So did the rav lean on your head? Uh, not exactly. But you know, let, let's not talk about that point. Let's like, stay on the topic here. Uh, oh, one second. Is a car coming? Now we can cross the street. Okay, here we go. Um, so th- the point is that that there were protocols and rules and regulations, and you had to do things right. Even on the Mizbeach, there was a, the Mishnah describes exactly how they were supposed to set up the Maracha. The what? Maracha. Like Mama Rachel cries? Maracha cries, cries. No, no, no. Sammy, Sammy. Oy vey, look at that. Look at those people looking at you. I'm sorry, I, I was trying to sing it. I know. Uh, things. But no. Maracha means like the, the, the pile of, of wood that, that they made the fire and you're supposed to set up this way and the fire is very specific and, and, um, how to take the meat off the Mizbeach when it was, when it was, when it was ready to be eaten, right? Because they barbecued all the meat on the Mizbeach. No, 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 no. The meat on the Mizbeach was burned to Hashem. Oh. That's why we have barbecues. What do you mean? Because the Chazal teaches, Mahu Afata, that we're supposed to act like HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu likes barbecued meat, so we must like barbecued meat too. But did Hashem like barbecued sauce? Because I really like, Sammy. Okay, well, again, it's off the topic. The point is, it was very special rules on how you deal with everything in the base of Mikdash, and even the Mizbeach. Oh, okay, so, Ta, I, I, I hear, is, uh, am I supposed to be learning like the Mishnai to talk about this? Is that what we're leaning up to? No, no. So, if our shulchan is like a mezbeach, yata, that means that we should treat it like a mezbeach. And if a mezbeach, you have to treat it with a covet, a respect, our shulchan should be treated with respect. Okay, so? So, when you're sitting at the table, you have to treat it with respect. You have to have your hands positioned properly. We don't put the elbows on the table. Oh, where do we put our elbows? I can't take them off. What do you mean? I, I can't unscrew them. I know, just, you don't put the elbow part on the table, you put up to the, you know, your arm is on the table. Oh. And when you chew, you chew with your mouth closed. Todd, that doesn't make any sense. Why, why not? How am I supposed to eat if I'm chewing with my mouth closed? What's the problem? I'm gonna take my fork, put it into my spaghetti, twirl it around, go to my mouth, and then what's going to happen? I'm going to poke my lips with my fork. And my spaghetti will stay on my fork and my mouth will stay closed. No, no, no. You open your mouth. You put the food inside. And after you put the food inside, you close your mouth and you chew. Oh, I close my mouth. But if my mouth is closed. No, no. Really, you're closing your lips. You're right. Okay. You mean like don't speak Lashon Hara. That's right. That's right. And you're not supposed to speak when you're eating anyway, right? I hear. Okay. And when you're eating and chewing, you're not making loud noises. What? When you eat and chew, you're not supposed to make loud noises. I don't make loud noises. Uh, well, if you do, I'll have to point it out to you just because you're not supposed to. Okay, Dad, that's not a problem. Excellent, excellent. And also, when you're eating, you have to wipe off things from your mouth. Like if there's a, if there's ketchup on your mouth, you have to wipe it off. I do, Ta. I, I use my tongue. Yeah, but there's some places sometimes your tongue can't reach. Ta, but, but, but I can stick my tongue and touch my nose. Hey, Ta, watch. Watch. Look at this. Look at this. Mm, 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 mm. See? I can 
That's very good, Sammy. I could stick out my tongue and touch my nose too. You could, ta? Kaisi? Sure. Sammy's father stuck out his tongue and then took his finger and touched his nose. See? I stuck out my tongue and touched my nose. Ta, that's cheating. That's cheating. It's a joke, Sammy. Anyway, so that's a mizbeach. That's how you treat a mizbeach. So I need you to start eating with derecheretz, and we're going to try to help you learn how to eat properly. Okay, Todd, but, but I have a question. Yes. Are you going to give Ellie the same speech? Am I going to give Ellie the same speech? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm starting with you. But why do you think Ellie needs the speech anyway? Well, because it's probably probably not derecheretz to put your face in your ice cream. <laughs> Sammy, Ellie fell asleep. That's why his face was in the ice cream, not because he wanted to put his face in the ice cream. Yeah, but ta, the fact is he had his face in the ice cream, and, and, and that's not Derek Harrods. And Okay, okay. Well, Tati thought he solved the problem. That Shabbos, there were very harsh of a guest at the Shabbos Suda. And the Friday night su'uda began with Kiddush, beautiful, Hamaiti, beautiful, fish, beautiful, until Sammy, who was sitting opposite Chaim, really wanted the dip. Which dip? The olive dip. Chaim, could you please pass the olive dip? Sammy, the table is too big. I can't, I can't pass it to you. I can't stretch so far. So pass it to the person next to you who passes the person next to him to pass the person. Sammy, please, uh, just just get up and get it, okay? Okay, Chaim, but remember, you told me to do this. To do what? Sammy stood up on his chair and put one arm on the table and leaned over as far as he could to reach the olive dip. Along the way, his shirt decided to go swimming in the bowl of horseradish. Sammy, what did you do? His mother said. Oy vey, your shirt, it's all full of horseradish. Oh, ma, so it's okay. I, I like the color red. Oy vey, Sammy. Tati looked at Sammy and said, Sammy, you remember what we talked about? Yeah, ta. Okay. But, but ta, I, I, didn't, I didn't put my elbow on the table. Sammy, but you but you leaned over the whole table. Okay, because I had to reach. No, that's not how we reach. And we don't stand on our chairs by the table. Uh, okay, Ta. Okay, I'm sorry. A little while later, the family was up to the main course. They were having delicious schnitzel marinated in lemon juice and covered with breadcrumbs. Ah, geschmack. They had potato kugel that was made in Olam Haba. For the sides, they had a little bit of broccoli, a little bit of cauliflower, and they also had a bottle of caffeine-free Pepsi. Ellie? Yes, Sammy? Could you please pass the Pepsi after I take Sammy? No, no. I asked for it first, so you can ask me if you can take Sammy, I'm taking. Uh, um, um, no, you're not. I'm taking Sammy. And Ellie took the Pepsi, unscrewed the cap, and began to pour. And that made Sammy upset. Sammy stood up on his chair, climbed onto the table, and sat down on the table. Happens to be 
he sat down on his plate. Oh, I sat on my chicken. And he leaned over. And with his hands supporting his weight, he reached for the bottle of soda that Ellie was in the middle of pouring. And he yanked it out of Ellie's hands, of course. Along the way, it binged into Ellie's cup, spilling the cup, spilling the soda out of the spout all over the table. The guests to the right of Ellie, the guests to the left of Ellie, jumped up as soda came cascading down the tablecloth towards their laps. Sammy triumphantly squiggled back to his seat and poured some soda into his cup. Tati stood up. The look on Tati's face was that kind of look that was rarely seen. It was a look of upsetness that Tati usually did not display. But this was too much. After the conversation about manners, and after the warning in the Suda, Sammy still failed to follow through. And his failure led to a terrible disaster on the table. And while Mommy, Sammy's mother, went and found some towels to clean up the mess, and every guest was trying to unstick themselves from the stickiness of the soda, Tati called Sammy into the kitchen. And Tati began to talk to Sammy. Now, I don't know if you know this, but there's different ways that parents yell at children. Now, I'm a parent, Baruch Hashem, and I don't yell at my children because my children are perfect. There's different types of yelling. Children tend to think that parents are always yelling at them. Uh, what, what I mean is, let me explain what I mean. <laughs> I, I didn't mean that. I, I, I'll get back to this in a second. But what I mean is that a lot of times when a kid does something wrong and a parent tells the child, you know, you really did something wrong. I, I really don't want you to do that again. A lot of times the child will say, and I got yelled at, even though nobody yelled at them. But there are types of yelling. There's the classic yelling, the, you know, the kind that you know about. Hold your ears if, you, if you're worried about it. You did what? I can't believe it. Get out of here right now. Go to your room and stay there till next year. That's one kind of yelling. Now, I, I, I hope that if you got scared, I wasn't telling you. No, no, come back. Oh, my goodness. My whole audience just left. They all ran out of the room. I guess they ran home, went to their bedrooms, and they planned to stay there till next year. Oh, then, oh, how am I going to teach them this whole year? Oh, whatever. Anyway, that, that's one example. And then there's the really scary yelling. And the really scary yelling was what Chaim and Ellie and Sammy's father was about to use. And he only used it once, maybe, every three years. And it goes something like this. Sammy, I talked to you about manners. I explained to you the Kedusha of a Shulchan. I even warned you during the Suda. I don't understand what got into you. What were you thinking? I just can't understand it. Now, for, for some kids, uh, uh, many kids, uh, most kids, that would be enough to scare us. I mean, scare me. And, and, and we'd, we'd start to cry. I mean, I don't know about you, but I would start to cry and, you know, and, and, and be upset and feel bad and, and say, I'm sorry. And, and even Sammy 
if he thought he did something wrong, pro- probably would have done that. But in this case, Sammy looked at his father. There were tears in his eyes, but but there was not a, a, a major cry because Sammy said, but, uh, but uh, I didn't do anything wrong. You didn't? What does that mean? Ta, is it possible, Tati, that you told me that 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 when I'm sitting at the table, I I I have to have manners? Yes, so. But ta, I, I I wasn't sitting at the table. You weren't. No, I, I was sitting on the table. Now, for any parent, especially Sammy's father. Normally, when Sammy makes such a misunderstanding, it leads to great laughter. But in this case, it led to great groaning. Oh, Sammy, Sammy, didn't you realize it's a kalvachoymer? If when you're sitting at the table, you have to have manners. Kalvachoymer, you shouldn't be sitting on the table. I'm sorry, I didn't realize I thought if I was sitting on the table, I didn't have to have manners. Only if I was sitting by the... I know you said that already, Sammy. You said that already. Oh, Sammy. I don't know what I'm going to do. Do what about what? Oh, nothing. Okay. Okay. Uh, Let's go back in. I want you to apologize to everybody, especially to Ellie. And I want you to finish cleaning up whatever is around your area. And I need you to go upstairs, change your shirt, come back downstairs like a mensch, and I don't know if I'm allowed to change my shirt on Shabbos. Sammy, we've been through this before. Change your shirt does not mean to cut off the sleeves. It does not mean to color your shirt. It means just to take your shirt off and to put another one on. Oh, I'm sorry, Ta. I, I didn't mean to make you upset. No, I'm sorry. You're not making me upset. I, 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 I'm just, my, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Uh-huh. My stomach is growling. You, that was my, my stomach coming out through my mouth. Your stomach came through your mouth. That's kind of... Oh, Sammy, do me a favor. Just, just, let's go. You'll apologize. Okay, Ta. Okay. And Sammy walked into the dining room with his father. Sammy looked at everybody. And he turned first to Ellie and he said, Ellie, I- I'm very sorry for, um, for, for, for making a mess with your stuff. And then he turned to the guests and he said, I'm sorry for causing a little ruckus. <clears throat> and they all sat down. And Tati decided to take an advantage of the moment. And he said, you know, Chazal tell us that the Shulchan is like a Mizbeach. And I explained to Sammy that since it's a Mizbeach, a Mizbeach, you can't sit on And therefore, if a Shulchan is like a Mizbeach, you have to have manners by the Shulchan. But there's another thing that I forgot to mention, but I'm going to mention it now. I don't mean to embarrass Sammy. It's it's just an important concept to know that Sammy did not know. Since a shulchan, your table is like a mizbeach, you can't sit on your shulchan. You can't sit on your table. That's not derech eretz. We don't sit on the mizbeach. Uh, ta? Yes, Sammy. Could I walk on the table? No, 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 no. You certainly can't walk on the table. You can't walk, of course you can't walk on the table. Okay, it's a mizbeach. You can't walk on it. Okay, Ta. Great. Now that everyone understands that and things are settled, let's go back to the Seuda. How about we'll sing a Zemmer while Ima served dessert? 
what's the name of the singing, Sammy? How about Papa Nadel? Papa Nadel? You know, from the restaurant. Oh, no, 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 not that song. Okay, so, so what song? How about Yom Zemekubot? Uh, okay, okay. Um, you pick the tune, okay? I should pick the tune, but, but it's Friday night, and it says Yom Zem. Oh, you're right, right, right. I'm sorry. Uh, how about a Friday night song? How about um, Curry Bone? Okay, if you want to sing Curry Bone, okay. And Sammy continued to sing. And the family joined in. And the guests joined in, at least those who wanted to. And the cacophony that came about through it, from the mixture of voices, some very melodious, and some, well, let's just say, that needed to sing solo. Solo that nobody would hear them. Finally, the zembra was over. The su'udah was over, and the kids went upstairs and eventually made their way to bed. The next day, before Mincha, the Rav gave a shir. And in the course of the shir, he happened to mention, somehow it was connected, that the shulchan that we have in our house that we eat upon is like a mizbeach. And since the shulchan is like a mizbeach, we have to be noyeg kavod. And since we have to be noyeg kavod, we can't sit or stand on the shulchan. Sammy was amazed. It was cool to hear the Rav say something that he had learned just the previous day. And then someone raised their hand. Uh, Rav, oh, Mr. Feinstein. Yes, what's your question? Uh, Rav, the Rav said that uh, you can't sit or stand on the Mizbeach. That's true. Because it's Kaddish. Yeah, yeah. And and, uh, and that, that, that means the Shulchan. Yeah, yeah. But Rav, uh, isn't it true? Yes. That the Kayanim used to stand on the Mizbeach and walk around to do the Avaida? Ooh, excellent question, Mr. Feinstein. I, 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 I'm amazed you asked that question. Sammy said a little bit too loudly. Yeah, I'm amazed too. Mr. Feinstein doesn't usually know much of what's going on during a shear. Sammy, you have something to say? Uh, I, 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 I'm also amazed. It's a great question. I, I, I almost had the same question myself, if I had thought about it, maybe. Okay, anyway, the, the, the question is a wonderful question. Again, just in case you didn't hear the question, the question is, why, why do I say you can't walk on the Zbeach, can't sit on the Zbeach? In the time of the Beis HaMikdash, the Canaan would walk on the Zbeach. They would, they would go around the Zbeach. I don't know if they would sit on the back, but they would walk around the back. Maybe when they're putting the fires, they're putting the wood up, maybe. I don't, I don't know. And the answer is, the Mepharshim explained, that Bishas Avoida, in order to do the Avoida, you're allowed to walk on the back. You're allowed, for example, let's say, as a marshal, as a marshal, let's say uh, the Kodesh Kodashim, right? Nobody's allowed in the Kodesh Kodashim except for the Kain Gadol and Yom Kippur. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, right. Anybody argue with that? Nobody argues. Good. So, so the Kain Gadolim Kippur. However, what happens if something needed to be fixed up in the Kaidish Gadolim? There was something wrong. Whatever it was. So there were people who they had jobs to fixing the Beis Mikdash, and they they went into Kaidish Gadolim. Now it's true they didn't go in the regular way, and they went in a special way, but they were in the Kaidish Gadolim because sometimes you have to do that was for a fixture to fix things up. But but Lamai said, do that voida. You could tack a walk on the table. You could tack a walk on the on his back. You could tack a walk on the sit on his back if necessary, if that would be the necessity. You know, 
um, the, the, the Mishnah tells us that there was a Kayin who would stand on the corner, someone's going to go though, who would stand on the corner of the Zviach in order to wave flags. Yes, Sammy? <laughs> they were waving flags? Did they have, what was it, the American flag? Did they have the Israeli flag? No, no, Sammy. I, flags over there just means like some sort of thing to make a simon, to make a sign so that they could start the uh, Shira. Shira? I thought only Boy Kwanim did the, did the Aveda. Why, why, why are they making signs to Shira? No, they're not making signs to Shira. They're making signs to the Kayanim to sing Shira. Why would they sing Shira's name? Not to sing Shira's name. Uh, to sing the praises of Hashem. Oh, uh, okay. I, I get it now, I think. Great. Excellent. Beautiful. All right. Uh, it's already time for Mincha. Rabbi Sai, Lomer Davinim. And they went to Davin Mincha. And after Mincha, everyone dispersed and went home for Shalashudas. And Sammy went home for Shalashudas. And Chaim went home for Shalashudas. And Eli went home for Shalashudas. And Tati went home for Shalashudas. And a couple of guests came home for Shalashudas. And they started the Suda with Hamaitzi. And they had herring. And they had coleslaw. And they had a little bit cold potato kugel. Yeah, potato kugel tastes good cold sometimes. And they had some various spreads. And as Sammy sitting at the table, Sammy's mother asked one of the guests at the other end of the table, um, is it possible, please, to pass the pitcher of water? Before anyone could blink, before anyone could take a breath, Sammy was up on his chair, onto the table, walking on the table, grabbing the pitcher, and walking straight towards his mother, not minding that his foot just landed in the gefilte fish. Ew. Here, Ma, would you like me to pour some water for you? Tati. Tati's face turned green and purple and yellow and orange and all different shades of the rainbow. He could barely contain himself. Chaim happened to be drinking soda at the time. And to him, it was so funny to see Sammy climb on the table. And it was even funnier to see the various shades of color that his father was displaying and the steam that was coming out of his father's ears. Chaim could not hold back the soda within his mouth. And he did that kind of thing, you know, when a person is uh, laughing kind of when they're drinking soda, that they kind of, well, <laughs> it kind of comes out their nose. Gross. Sammy's mother looked up at her son and said, Sammy, Tyra, Zisela, wonderful child that you are. What are you doing standing on the table? And Tati, who finally was able to calm down enough to talk in that whisper, that scary whisper, Sammy, I thought, I told you that the table, the shulchan, is like a mizbeach, and we don't walk on the mizbeach. It's not bakovadik. And Sammy looked at his father. And with tear-filled eyes and in innocence, he said to his father, But Tati, I was at the shir today. And the Rav said that I could. Tati's eyes widened. He said, Sammy, 
Are you telling me that you went over to the Rav and asked the Rav, if your mother asks for water that is at one end of the table, should you climb onto the Shulchan, take the water and walk across the table and bring it to her? Did you ask him that? No, no. So you're telling me, you didn't ask that question, yet the Rav told you that you're supposed to walk on the table. Yes, Ta. Yeah, the Rav told me, I, I, I'm supposed to walk on the table, even though it's, uh, even though it's, because it's a Mizbeach. Because it's a Mizbeach, you're supposed to walk on it. But the whole point is that it's covered. But Ta, but Ta. Didn't, didn't Kohanim walk on Mizbeach in the English? Of course they did. That was Bishas Avaida. That was when they were doing, they were doing Avaida Sashem, they were bringing Karbonis. Ta, ta, that's exactly what's going on here. I mean, I mean, ta, sorry. Is it possible that's exactly what's going on here? What do you mean? I am bringing a Karbon. A Karbon? I'm doing Nisa Chamayim. Oh, Sammy, this is not, since I'm helping Ima, giving Ima a drink. That's called the Shas Avoida. I'm doing the, the mitzvah. It, it, it's, 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 it's like, it's like, uh, remember we once learned that bringing, that bringing, uh, I was in school, I remember a, a long time ago we learned in school that bringing, that bringing, um, 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 a gift to, to a Tamakacham was like bringing Bikurim, which is like a carbon, uh, bring the parent, I'm sure it's the same thing, it's like a carbon, and, and so I was doing the Avoida, and during the Avoida you're allowed to walk on the Mizbeach like the Karnim did. Sammy's father heard Sammy's logic. Chaim, meanwhile, was on the floor, laughing and laughing, rolling around on the floor. Ellie, who had been out of the room and just now walked in, didn't understand the scene. His father was clearly upset. Chaim is laughing on the floor, and everyone is looking around the table with wide eyes and open mouths. I'm sorry, I didn't mean... No, Sammy, you know what? I I apologize. Tati apologizing. You're apologizing to me? That's right, Sammy. It, it's really it's really my fault. What, what's what's Tati's fault? The fact that you walked on the table. What? Yes, yes, I know I'm confusing you, but but it really is my fault. I, I should have been more clear of what I was expecting from from a manners perspective. Well what manners I was expecting. And I should be more clear about that. And, and, and maybe we should talk to the Rav about it. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. You know what? If we bench right now, we'll, yeah, let's, let's bench right now. And they benched. And they ran to Shul. And Tati, Sammy's father, and Sammy, and of course Chaim and Ellie followed behind together with a bunch of the guests as they marched up to the Rav right before the Rav clopped on his stender to start Mariv. And Sammy's father said to the Rav, uh, Rav, ah, Shalom Aleichem, how are you? If you're coming to wish me a good Shabbos, tell Shtikol Shpeit. You know, at this time we just say Aguten, we don't wish a good Shabbos after Mincha, just Aguten. Uh, uh, Rav, I, I wanted to say that the Rav gave a halacha share about, and mentioned about the, uh, um, the Kainam on the Oh yeah, yeah, we talked about the Kainam on the And the Rav mentioned that during Gavoida they were on the Mizbech, right? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> The Rav Baruch Hashem, it was a very good, very good shir, and, and Sammy paid a lot of attention. 
Ah, I'm very glad. Sammy, you are... I love how you listen. You listen so well. Yeah, but um, perhaps you listen too well. well. What do you mean? Um, well, Sammy, do you want to ask? I, I guess. I, I thought, based on what the Rav said, that if my mother asks me for something and it's on the table, I should climb onto the table and get it. And that's like walk on the Mizbeach, and, and so it really should work, and it should be allowed. And my father's not sure that that's true, so he asked, Oive, the Rav said, as he looked at Sammy's father, is that what happened? Sammy's father slowly nodded. And the Rav started to smile. And the smile grew bigger. And his shoulders began to go up and down as the chuckle began to come out. And the Rav... <laughs> and the Rav smiled and laughed. And the Rav said, This is the first time in the history of my Rabbonus where someone actually listened to me. And with that, Sammy's father laughed. And other people in the Shalom overheard it laughed. And although the Rav might not have meant his response to serve as Musr to Sammy's parents, Sammy's father heard in the words of the Rav a bit of Musr. That Baruch Hashem, Sammy is such a good boy. Sammy is so interested in doing the right thing, serving Hashem. The fact that sometimes he makes mistakes. That's a good quality. That's a quality that will help him as he gets older in life. And so, Sammy's father thanked the Rav and took his arm and placed it over Sammy's shoulders and said to Sammy as he looked into his eyes, Sammy, I'm so lucky to have you as my son to help me learn so much. And Chaim in the background said, Yeah, so much about being patient. Because Tati, you have learned a lot. Wow, you are patient. Chaim, Tati said, Please, let's go to Amara. And the rope clocked on the view. And Mara began. <laughs> Wait, don't go! I just wanted to take a moment to thank you so much for listening to all of these stories. And I really, really appreciate it. A special shout-out to Ezra Kravitz. A special shout-out to Chaim Yitzchak. A special shout-out to Chaim Mordechai. I would also like to extend a special shout-out to my brand new fourth grade. Specifically, I want to shout-out Shlomo Yitzchak, an avid fan. And to David, also a very big fan. And of course to Nachum, to Pinchas, and Shia. Thanks so much.